Is this Bryce? Yes, it is. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Episode 5 of the Chalk Dust Podcast, where teachers talk about their experiences in the classroom. Because once the dust settles, every teacher has a story to tell. This is Kirby Alexander, your host, and today I'm talking with Bryce McDougall, a high school social studies teacher living in Fort Worth, Texas. I first met Bryce back in the spring of 2016 when he was still in high school. He and his parents came to campus to meet some of the professors and talk about his college major. I knew instantly that Bryce was going to be an amazing teacher, and I was beyond thrilled to see him in my class that fall. Bryce is a teacher and a coach, and he's here to talk about how things are going during his first year of teaching. Let's jump in and hear from Bryce. Well, hey, Bryce, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, I really appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule. I know that now that you're teaching from home during all the uh, coronavirus uh, stuff that's going on, uh, you've got a lot to do. So I really appreciate you uh, just carving out some time for me to talk about uh, how things are going during your first year. So uh, first of all, uh, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, uh, where you're teaching, what grade, what subjects, that kind of thing. So I am a high school history teacher at a school called Castleberry High School. It's um, literally 15, 20 minutes north of TCU if you just hop on university mm-hmm. um, and pass downtown and then get on White Settlement. It's okay. like right by the new, the new Heim, the Heim on the river. It's like right down the road from that. Oh, so, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I'm liking it a lot. Um, I'm teaching 10th grade world history, and then I teach uh, seniors as well, government in the fall and economics in the spring. Okay. And um, it's, it's been good. It's been real good. That's um, great. And then in addition to all that, I'm a varsity offensive line coach there, so I love that. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's you know, that's giving me a lot of joy and happiness, and so it's it's been going really well. Well, that's great. Um, so... Uh, you know, I'm just curious. Tell us a little bit about how you got this job. You know, what's the story behind you landing this uh, job at Castleberry High School? So it's kind of funny because, um, you know, you you make your salary as a teacher, but you make a stipend as a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the funny thing is, is coaching jobs get posted before teaching jobs do. Hmm. Uh, ironically enough, yeah, it's, it's weird. And so pretty much starting around spring break, um, in Texas, at least, if you go on the high school coaches association, if you you know become a member and they have a job board, um, what you do is you just start looking and you know you, there's jobs every single day that get uploaded and literally I just I was sending out at least ten resumes a day. I mean oh, wow. I was just yeah I was hitting it hard and my parents were like when are you gonna get a job and I'm like <laughs> it doesn't quite it, it doesn't work like that I'm yeah. I'm, I'm still have plenty of time and. Um, so I was student teaching at Pasco last year and, um, in addition to actually student teaching, I kind of worked out a deal with the head coach and, um, the, my teachers were eighth period every day. I would go help them with their off season program and, you know, just kind of basically just make more connections and get my foot a little bit more in the door. Mm-hmm. And so as I was doing that, you know, I was still, you know, sending resumes, you know, um, got a couple interviews here and there, just kind of ran into a bunch of places that were cool, but it wasn't, it just wasn't going to be right for me. And I was having a hard time getting calls back from some people because I knew I wanted to start off at high school and that's mm-hmm. kind of hard whenever you're 
coaching. They wanted oh, yeah. to start middle school most of the time. And, you know, I knew I didn't want to do that necessarily. And I, I really wanted to try and be a high school coach if I could. And so I'd gone on multiple interviews. And so finally I get a call um, one day from a, a guy named, his name is uh, Juan Silva. He's my head coach uh-huh. um, now. And he says, hey, you know, I've heard a lot about you from the past school guys. Um, you know, a lot of people have said good things about you. I've called your references and, you know, your professors and, you know, some of the TCU coaches and your boss and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I really want to bring you for an interview. And I said, okay. Well, unbeknownst to me, I it was one of those resumes that I just kind of sent out because it was close. Like, I had never heard of Castleberry before in my life. Right. Never <laughs> knew. Um, and I've lived, you know, around here my whole life. Never heard of it. Yeah. And so I worked out a deal with my teachers that day. I said, hey, you got a really big interview. I need, you know, do you mind if I miss a few periods at the end of the day? They're like, yeah, go, you know, go for it, whatever. So I leave and, uh, you know, I'm in my suit and tie and I'm driving around and um, it's raining outside. I'm like, oh, Lord, like this is going to go bad because <laughs> well, the other interviews that I had where it rained, it was just terrible. And so I pull up to the school and they're telling me to go around to the field house because um, I'm going to meet with the with Coach Silva, our athletic director and the principal. Um at the, in the athletic director's office, mm-hmm. so I pull up and I look at the football stadium. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a this is a nice little deal. And and then I saw that they had like a separate like complex for strength conditioning. I was like, okay. I was like, all right, I I I might like this place. Oh yeah. So I walk in, and I walk in, and I see that the secretary's there, and they're like, hey, how are you? Like, what are you here for? Blah blah. And I'm like, oh, I'm here for an interview with Coach Silva, and you know, so and so and so and so. And I look over my right, and there's a huge stuffed like taxidermy lion. And I'm like, what have I gotten myself into? I'm like, what is this place? Who has a big old lion just sitting here? And I'm just like, oh, my God. So I'm sitting there, and Coach Silva walks out, and he's, hey, you know, and I'm, as you probably have known through, you know, knowing me the past few years. Yeah. I'm an, I'm a, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. So I was like 15 minutes early. Right. And so he's like, all right, well, you're a little early. Like, you know, just give me a minute. I said, okay. So I'm sitting there. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there I'm like, oh, my gosh, am I ever going to get to go on this interview? So I finally walk in the athletic director's office, and the principal, athletic director, Coach Silver, is sitting there. And, um, you know, it just went really well. It went yeah. smoothly, and the principal, Dr. Pretty, who's now at Little Elm. Okay. Um, so, if she ever hears, so if she ever hears a shout-out to her, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Lasher, <laughs> as well, the athletic director. Mm-hmm. Um, shout-out to them because they're pretty cool. But, so, you know, her daughter goes to TCU now, and, you know, she went to TCU for grad school. Or, no, her husband went to TCU. That's what it was. And just, you know, we're talking, and it just seemed like it was a really good thing. And and so afterward, I'm like, hey, you know, it looks like you guys got some cool facilities. Like, would you mind, like, letting me walk around and, like, show me around? And so they're like, all right, we'll go sit out in the front. We're, you know, we're going to do a little bit of, you know, group eval, and we'll, you know, get back to you. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there for about 15 minutes, and Coach Silva – um, takes me around to the uh, athletic um, athletic facilities all around, and mm-hmm. I was there for like two hours. Like I was there for like two hours after my interview was over. Like oh wow, it was yeah. And I met the office coordinator. I met some of the teachers. I met the head of the social studies department. I met everybody. Wow. And I'm like, and so I'm you know I'm loving it, and I you know I get in my car and I call my mom and I said, Mom, if I don't get that job, that interview went so much better than all of my other ones. And, like, I'd already been called back for a second interview for another job. And I was like, this is, like, this is going to be hard to beat. And luckily I got a call a few days later. Um, 
had to sit on it for a few days because I had a couple of interviews I already scheduled and I wanted to respect that. And, right. But nothing really, nothing really gave me the same kind of family feel like Castleberry, Castleberry did. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty glad I ended up there. You uh, know, things happen for a reason. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. What a great story. And uh, so you get the job and, you know, kind of walk me through, like, how are you feeling at this point, especially like the summer leading up to when you're about to start? You know, are you starting to like envision yourself in your classroom, meeting your students, me- meeting your players? You know, describe the anticipation you're feeling at this time. Well, so we graduated last May, the day before Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how, I mean, you know how if you do student teaching right, you basically get an extra two weeks off before graduation, uh-huh. um, which is what I did. You know, I went every day. I did my stuff. You know, I was on top of everything. And I got that job my last week of student teaching. So, and then literally the next week after I'd gotten done, I had to go to the admin building, sign my letter of intent because oh, I, wow. I wasn't certified. I wasn't certified yet technically because I hadn't graduated. Right. But I had to sign a letter of intent and then... I was, my coach was like, Hey, do you want to start coming to work with the kids? I was like, well, I'm off. So heck yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, but I had to go up there and sign a, like a form that said, I recognize that like I'm doing this as a volunteer, like right now, like until my contract kicks in in August, like uh, I, yeah. will, I understand that I will, I will not be compensated. Mm-hmm. And so literally, and then right after that, I beeline straight back to the high school. I met my offensive line for the first time. Um, wow. And it was, so I was already working before i even graduated before summer can just like like i was already there before their school let out before i graduated before summer strict conditioning so i was getting to know them you know i came up with some nicknames for them just so i can remember them and yeah all these different things and so it was awesome so you know i i had a very different experience than most mm-hmm. people because you know i'm meeting these kids way before and i'm around them all the time through summer strength conditioning i'm really getting to know them and they're like you know really getting to know me and they want me to take them to like football camps so they can get recruited. I'm like, well, yeah. I kind of have to do the summer gig so I can actually have some money so I can stay alive. <laughs> and so it was, it was a rough summer because, and I was lucky enough to get an option to get paid a month early, but it was just, it was just all this crazy thing. And it was, it was a whirlwind. And so school's coming up and we're at fall camp and we're, you know, last two weeks before school and I got new teacher training and this and that and yeah. all these meetings I got to go to. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, they're just pulling me in 14 different directions. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to get overwhelmed, honestly. And, um, I'm starting to think like, man, should I have started at the high school? Like, should I, should I have taken on all this responsibility my right. first year? Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm freaking out. My parents are helping me and, you know, get through it. And but I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Once that first week of school was over, I just, it's kind of seemed like I've hit the ground running and I haven't really looked back. Wow. So it's been, it's been good. You know, I mean, obviously there are bad days and, you know, life happens and things happen outside of this work that Mm -hmm. you got to go deal with. But other than that, it's it's been a, it's been one heck of a first year. And I actually just told my buddies the other day, cause I'm going to, I'm going to write a book about my first year because there's (laughs) been so much happening and now it's coronavirus thing. Oh my word. Yeah. it's insane. It's yeah. like they've used my my guys have seen. They're like you've seen everything. Like you've literally seen it all. Your first year of teaching, like nothing can surprise you for the rest of your career now. Yep. So it's been it's been fun. It's been a whirlwind. I tell you that. Yep. Wow. And so, uh, what was it like? You kind of mentioned that first week of school. Kind of describe those first few days. You know, when you finally met your students, and you know, like it's real. Like day one, you're a teacher. 
so so I was you know I was kind of nervous that first day and or the night before and um, all the other coaches and a bunch of the other male teachers in the building that I talked to were saying, okay, well, we're going to wear a nice shirt and a tie and slacks to, on the first day. I was like, yeah. well, I don't want to be the only one not doing it. So <laughs> I dressed up too. And, um, so, you know, I get there and I'm like almost sweating through my shirt. Like right. I'm like freaking out. And we like, you know, I, you know, I did like the good thing about being a coach is you'll never have to pay for a gym membership. And right. So I worked out early that morning, just kind of let some stress out, but I'm still like, like, I'm still sweating like I had just got done working out. Like, I showered yeah. everything, but I'm, like, nervous. Wow. So I get in there, and it's my first period of sophomores, and that's – my brother's a sophomore right now. And so I was like, listen, you know, I go through my rules. I go through, you know, this is what I expect, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. I tell him, I said, listen, I'm probably the youngest teacher in this building. I said, I am 22 years old, and I – you know, there, there's going to be a lot that I have to learn just as much as you do. So I said – if you can bear with me and see that I'm going to make just as many mistakes, if not more than you do, and most of them you probably won't even see, we're going to learn, grow together. I said, I'm going to treat you like I would treat my little brother as far as like trying to motivate you. And, you know, I sent them home like a little get to know you sheet and they brought it back and, you know, I read through all of them. And if they know you care, they will just about do whatever you want them to do. And they'll, you know, love seeing you. And, you know, I know they tell you in teaching school, it's all about the relationships, but, you know, you don't really know that. Like, you're just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, you say that all the time. Mm-hmm. But it really is. And it's been good. And um, teaching seniors seniors has been interesting. Um, yeah. I'm only four or five years older than them. And oh, yeah. they, think they, can tell, they think they can tell me everything sometimes. So I'm like, guys, stop. <laughs> like, you have to stop telling me this because you're going to get me in trouble. Like, there are things that there's a line. Like, yes, I, you know, I know that, you know, I know I like to hear about what's going on in your life, but there's also a line. I'm still your teacher and exactly. you don't need to tell me. Yeah. But yeah. No, it's been good. It's been really good. Well, that's great. So, uh, you know, you've talked about that first week setting some ground rules and some expectations, just kind of letting them know, you know, kind of where things are, you know, and I guess probably it was a little bit of a honeymoon period. Uh, so, you know, what was it like once you had to make that switch from getting to know your students and just kind of setting things up for the year into like really, starting to do the real work of a teacher, like uh, writing lesson plans, addressing content, assessing student learning, you know, how was that transition? So to be honest with you, I have, I'm not the only world history teacher. I'm not the government economics teacher. So Mm -hmm. I have a lot of people there who kind of at first kind of just took the lead and was like, listen, like, here's how we kind of do things. And this is what I think is best. And, you know, not necessarily like not letting me have a voice, but they're like, listen, we're going to kind of show you how to, you know, how this kind of works this first few weeks. And then, you know, you can kind of jump in, mm-hmm. um, on the government economics side, that was the case. Now on world history, here's, you know, I had two, uh, like the whole social studies department's coaches just, you know, that's just the recurring theme and it's not different at Castleberry. Right. Um, and so, but the other two world history teachers, one is a football and head soccer coach, the other one for well, for boys, and then the other one is, is the head girls soccer coach. Okay, it was but both of them had just gotten hired this year. So like we we're the three of us were all trying to figure out, you know, the the new policies and this, that, and the other, and mm-hmm. you know how the things work at Castleberry. And um, but luckily for me, is I only had two. I only have two sections of world history, so if there was times that I kind of needed to devote more time to government economics, I could because 
those two guys, that was the only thing they taught. And so, you know, it's not like I just pawned everything off on them, but mm-hmm. it was it was nice to have that support system. Yeah. And then I also have a mentor teacher who she's the head of our department. She's awesome. Um, her name is Coach Hartson. And if she ever listens to this, she would get mad at me if I didn't shout her out, uh, give her a shout out to. <laughs> but uh, um, she is amazing. And she was the, the, like, the secondary teacher of the year for the district last year. Oh, wow. So she, yeah, she's awesome. And she's, um, you know, she's have, she's, a little bit older, you know, she's got a lot of experience. She's, you know, she talks about all the time how close she is to retiring. And she makes jokes about it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, as far as like, maybe not necessarily like lesson planning stuff sometimes because she did on ramps. And so, she, you know, that she got to devote a lot of focus and time to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like her room is right next to mine also. So I can just walk in there and say, hey, <laughs> I need your help. Like right. this, 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 and this is going to crap. Like so-and-so is doing this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And she's just like, she'll literally, she's, it's funny. Cause she'll just pat me on the shoulder, you know, just, and she'll just give me a big old pat on the shoulder. She'll be like, it's okay, buddy. Like, you're going to be fine. Like, this is how we're going to do this. And so it's really cool to have her to, yeah. you know, bounce opinions off of. And then, you know, so I start, you know, lesson planning, I start teaching and, it was kind of surprising because I always thought that I would have to like review a lot mm-hmm. for the content and stuff. And it was surprising how much of it I remembered after I saw like, okay, this is what I'm teaching today. You know, kind of look at the order of what I'm teaching. And then I'd start thinking, okay, what do I remember? And then I'm like, I think I'm okay. So yeah. I got lucky in that regard that I paid attention in class in college. Um, <laughs> and so, and I had some good professors along the way and, you know, and yeah. that taught me a lot. So it, it was, to be honest with you, it was a lot, easier you know to start doing that than i expected you know i'm not yeah. saying, I gonna say teaching me it's easy but oh, yeah. it, it definitely was i was well prepared i guess that's the right way to put it is i was very well prepared to do what i'm doing mm-hmm. well that's great so and it's great to have people like that in your corner who have been there for a long time they've taught a long time and you can just go to them and pretty much ask anything and they've dealt with it before so they've got a practical way to help you address it mm-hmm. yeah that's great have you ever had those moments uh during the year where you just kind of stop and ask yourself like what in the world have i gotten myself into what's going on here you ever felt any like moments of disillusionment or just like like you hit a wall and you're not sure exactly what to do oh yeah all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah there in a lot of it goes back to like some of the things like the kids say to me, like for instance, like it was like the first two, three weeks of school. And one of my football players who I don't even have in class had some personal issues happen. And he calls me and I'm like, you know, I'm on my way home from practice. You know, I'm, I'm tired. I'm sweaty. I'm just like, God, I was, I, I need to go home and eat some dinner and go to bed. And he calls me. He's like, coach Mac, I, <laughs> he's like, I need your help. And I was just like, uh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> And so we kind of talk him through that and, you know, go to the right people, get some help. And, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't anything life-threatening, but it was like, you know, it was some stuff that I never thought of. I, I didn't think that anybody would come to me with that in the first three weeks of school. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And and so sometimes I'm like, you know, am I qualified to give these kids the advice or help them or do this hmm. and that or, you know, or, you know, some of these kids, you know, it's it's hard for me to get them to turn to work sometimes. I'm just like, I, I, how do I, you know, do that? I'm just like, yeah. what am I doing? Like, 
you know, it just seems like nothing I'm doing is working sometimes, but then the next day will be just like the best day ever. And I'm just, I come home like ready to go just like over the moon, like, Oh, we did this in school today. And this kid like did this and got this grade and did so better. And then football's going well. We just, you know, we're going to win on Friday and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) So it's very up and down. And anybody who knows me can tell you that because, you know, I'll either get really happy or really mad or like, you know, frustrated, you know, about like what's going on. And like, sometimes there's no in between. It's just like one of those things where, right. And then there'll be days where it's just kind of like, meh, you know, just today was a day, you know, yeah. nothing really good happened. Nothing really bad happened, but yeah. So it's definitely a roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, I know the feeling very well. You know, you maybe wonder at some point, like, uh, you know, what's wrong with me? You know, am I starting to have like chemical imbalances or something? And then you just realize, no, it's just my first year of teaching and this is how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the, and ever since we came back from Christmas, I've been so much more tired than I thought I would be. And like, I was talking to one of the other economics teachers, like, dude, that's just how it is. He's like yeah. the fourth, six, like fourth and fifth, six weeks are the worst. Cause they oh, just yeah. drag on. There's no holidays. And he said, after spring break, it's a piece of cake. Right. No, I totally agree. So, I remember being so tired on Fridays, just being just beat. And I know for you, Friday was probably game day, you know, so, so you, you had yeah, to kind of, but probably just at one point in the weekend, probably just crashed. Yeah. Uh, during football season, we worked seven days a week, not all day on Saturday and Sunday, but a little bit in the morning mm-hmm. and afternoon. Yeah. Um, and so I would come home from Saturday morning film and like my buddies were gonna, would want to watch you know college football or whatever, or go to the TCU game. And I remember the first week, the like, so our first game wasn't the first week of school. It was like the second or third. Uh-huh. Um, and that Saturday, TCU was playing away. And so we all went over to my buddy's apartment to watch it. And I'm sitting there, and the, like my buddies are talking to me. And then five minutes later, they look back, and I'm just passed out. I'm just <laughs> spent. I'm out just cold. exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, and so it is a grind. And right now, well, before all this happened, I was coaching soccer too, which is even more of a grind sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's just like, you know, with football, you have sub-varsity Thursday, varsity Friday. With soccer, it's sub-varsity and varsity Tuesday and Friday. And yes. Every week, and it's going, going, going. Now, I don't work seven days a week with soccer, but it's still like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. This whole coaching this whole coaching thing ain't for, you know, the week of heart. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, I know. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And then still having to be like, well, you know, I make X amount of money to be a teacher. That's my salary. And then I get paid a little bit to be a coach. And it's, you know, you got to take care of your business and prioritize and really get good at time management to be able to handle all of it. But I'm doing the best I can. I guess. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, for sure. So, you know, one thing I remember when I was in my first year was I was always evaluating myself. You know, I'd be in the middle of a lesson or at the end of a week and I'd think to myself, next year I'm doing this totally differently. Like I'm gonna jump on this early and I'm I'm gonna do this right. You know, have there been any any things like that, either teaching strategies or routines or anything where, you know, you said to yourself, Next year from day one I'm doing this differently. So I think for sure, like a lot of kids in my class, you know, they're teenagers and you know they think they're hot stuff and they mm-hmm. try to you know curse them. they try to curse in my class well ah. at first i would just kind of get mad at them and just not really i mean not yell at them but then you know kind of be like hey guys like come on let's not do that in my class school yeah. my inclusion teacher actually was like well i had a teacher in high school that would make us do um planks or push-ups 
for when we cursed. And I'm like, I like that. We're doing that. <laughs> and so ever since, you know, originally I made it to where you had to do a minute of plank for every letter in the word that you said. Well, somebody said a rather long one and it was going to be like 10 minutes plus of planks. So I'm like, let's, you know what, let's just do 10 push-ups for every word. How about that? Let's just right. change that a little bit. And yeah. It's kind of funny because the kids get into it and they kind of like rat out each other. <laughs> just to see the other one do push-ups. <laughs> yes. And at one point, to the point to where everybody's ratting out each other, I said, okay, fine. If you snitch, then you're doing 10 push-ups just to kind of like, so that way we could have some real class time and mm-hmm. have a good flow. Yeah. And then there was one time that like I let something small slip and the kids were like, that's 10 push-ups. And so <laughs> in the middle of me teaching, I dropped down and did 10 push-ups. And ever since they have made me do 10 push-ups, if anything like that happens yeah. or whatever. And so like, and they like love that. They get out their phone, they put it on Snapchat. They're like, oh, Coach Max doing push-ups, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's, it's so... That's funny. It's fun working with high school kids, man. Oh, yeah. It really is. That's funny. You know, and on one hand, you know, if they don't quit cussing, you know, they're going to be the most fit school in Dallas-Fort Worth. You know, but oh, yeah. if, but if they if they, if they the coach, that's what I want. That's great. Yeah, you're going to have like they're going to have the best core muscle, you know, fitness of any football team in the country. You know, it's all just because they couldn't watch their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so hilarious. It's, it's been good. Yeah. So you know when you. I know that, you know, this has been kind of a, a weird year because, you know, basically I'm, you know, we had to stop school early. I mean, I know that you're probably not done teaching because you're doing online stuff and everything, but it's not the same as going to work every day. But, you know, besides the 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 strange occurrences with coronavirus and, and having to, you know, kind of have everybody shelter in place, what do you think you're going to remember the most about this first year? Oh man, um, I, <laughs> there have been so many things that, like, I could say right now. Like, I mean, I'm def- like I said, I'm writing a book about this year. And, like, <laughs> people are like, "Who's gonna Who's gonna buy it?" Well, whenever you read it, you'll you'll understand. Um, yeah. But it's it's one of those things that, <laughs> I mean, I kind of categorize my moments this first year in the two things like football and teaching, like Mm -hmm. going to our first playoff game as a coach, you know, we got beat, we got stomped actually, but being able to do that my first year was awesome. And we got charter buses and we got to travel and, you know, we did this, we did that. And like, everybody was excited. And so that, I think that would probably be the number one thing as far as that goes. And then teaching, Mm -hmm. I think I'm just going to remember a lot of the relationships I've made, especially with my seniors, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I've only, I'm only going to have them for one year and then that's it. Like they're gone. But like I had a kid who used to be my teacher aide and um, he got a little bit more of his credits back. So he gets her the release now, but mm-hmm. he, he is like, he's a funny kid. He's kind of goofy, you know, he's, but he's, he's a good kid. And I think that like there've been days where like the kids have been working and he's, you know, me and him have just been like talking about what his next step is or, he mm-hmm. has some concerns with things and I've really gotten to build that relationship with him. And, you know, I'll never tell him this to his face, but I, I'm really going to miss him when he leaves because if he works as hard as he should, he's going to be something that's good in the world and be good for other people. And mm-hmm. I, I want to see that happen for him and I cannot wait to see that happen for him. So. Yeah. That's great. 
Yeah, it's really cool that, you know, not only you get to be their teacher, but you get to be a mentor as well. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, that's great. Well, Bryce, you know, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know you're really busy, but it has been really great hearing uh, about your first year. I really appreciate you, you know, being so honest and telling us about the ups and the downs and some of the the good moments and some of the frustrating moments that have, you know, been part of this job. So thank you so much for, for uh, telling us about uh, this first year and just sharing your story with us. No problem. Anytime. All right, man. We'll take care and hang in there. All righty. Thank you.